Welcome to the Alive Lauren Podcast in the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole-bodied living and being with everything, everything that is life exactly as it is and with so much more of a spirit of wonder and lightheartedness and kind of a gamification of life, you know, just really stepping into seeing life more from that game side of things and talking about the game side of things gosh I've got 26% left on my phone so let's hope that we make it to the end together no we will we will so I've mentioned Laura Markham calm parenting happy kids and my sibling book that I'm reading of hers so it's just been so lovely there's been this theme recently of you know like she's talking about how kids have this uncanny ability to really like push buttons and just this idea that, oh, something beautiful that Mickey mentions, Mickey Singer as well, that like, if you have like an infected area, like say for example, you've got a splinter or a, a, an insect bite or something that has gotten a little bit infected, then everything around that area is really, really painful. And if somebody bumps you in or on that area, it's bloody sore. But if you had the same knock or bump anywhere else on your body, you'd, you'd hardly like notice and it would be like, oh, don't worry. But if someone like hardly barely touches an area that's already inflamed and infected, you can like go through the roof. And this is the thing that our buttons, they aren't really the areas of sensitivity are because they're inflamed areas <laughs> within us that perhaps are linked to traumatic experiences that we just didn't feel deeply in process at the time and we've like lingered on with them and oh god you know when there's so many things you want to say in your head but try get them out and they're all in one go in your head well that's kind of where I'm at right now because on the one hand it's like by the time something escalates to the point that someone explodes and I'm not excusing really aggressive violent like inappropriate behavior all I'm saying is that if you have a pressure cooker and you don't release the pressure at the right appropriate times as it's building up and it gets left and left and left to the point that that thing ultimately like is so pressurized that it explodes and there is just whatever. Say, for example, there was like a tomato soup and there's just this tomato soup all over every nook and cranny and wall. It's exploded and splattered everywhere. Now, at the point that it explodes, it's not really that, that pressure cooker's fault because that pressure needed to be released before. So when I'm not excusing, this isn't an excuse, it's just saying that by the time things escalate to a point where someone gears into being so uncontrollable, there were many warning signs before that. And when Laura Markham talks about becoming aware Become aware of when you're getting off center. And this is with all of us in all of our interactions. And when you're aware, do whatever you can. Find the tools, the skills to help bring you back to center. If you can, remove yourself from the situation. If you can, just close your mouth mid-sentence. If you can't leave the situation, can you take a few deep breaths? Depending on the situation, can you do something drastically different just to shift the energy? Can you put on a soundtrack? Can you just like do something that breaks the kind of crazy that if you're feeling it, if you're feeling it, just something. 
and becoming aware, not to leave it to the point. And this was the thing that I just thought was so beautiful was if you think about if you drive a car and your car has warning lights, like it flashes that the oil is almost finished, you would never, those warning lights are because they potentially you're going to run out of oil, which is going to be a problem for the car and it can overheat and it can damage the engine. And you could be in a terrible accident. But it's, if it's functional, that warning light is there that some action needs to be taken. It's the equivalent of becoming aware that you're losing your center or something is triggering. You wouldn't get cross with the warning light. You'd be grateful for the warning light. And in the same way, like in pressure cabins, in airlines, you know, when cabins dropping and the masks fall, like things for oxygen, any of these preventative things are there to be grateful for. You wouldn't shout at them. And it's almost like in life that we, our warning lights through our interactions with one another, we help each other identify the, we are each other's warning lights to areas that need attention, that need love, that need healing, that need compassion and resolution. So when somebody says something that triggers or pushes a button, it just means that is a warning light to an area that needs love and affection and tenderness. It's not to get cross with the button because someone pushed the button. Like Generally, we live in societies where when someone pushes a button, generally, John says something that triggers Anne. Anne shouts at John and says, you did this, you're making me feel this. It's not. Anne's got a, a place that needs healing and care and tenderness and love. It, it's injured, it's infected, it's unresolved. The fact that John said something that touches on that area, it's like, oh my God, thank you, John. Thank you, you are my warning light. You are my batteries low. You are my, you're nearly out of oil. What if we could reframe <laughs> the way and to actually like fall down at the feet of one another in gratitude for the time that we get triggered as like oh my god thank you it's like imagine like you know when kids play these games and they've got to discover things within the game and this is like in life we play this game of discovering any of the things you don't even need to worry about finding them. Just as you live your life, become aware of the things that are triggering like a response that's disproportionate <laughs> to what's going on. And it even what's so magical and what I love with Mickey's approach is it's not even about, you don't need to delve in with therapies to understand what caused it or why or whatever. That the most healing therapeutic thing you can do is to feel like acknowledge what is coming up without judgment, without anything, and be brave and courageous enough, like with a life contraction. When a woman is in labor and having a baby, you cannot, when that contraction is coming, there is no way that you can say, contraction, I'm not interested, you're not coming. That full force of energy, of contraction, of intense pain, constriction, whatever it is, it's coming. So the best you can do is breathe and relax. <laughs> Breathe and relax. It's not easy. No one's saying it's easy. But the best way through it is that. The choice, the problem is when a woman's in labor, she cannot stop this contraction. They're coming. You're either going to like fight them and it's going to be really hard and resistant, or you're going to learn to breathe and relax as best as you can until it passes. So when people, when we notice ourselves being triggered, we have the choice there. The problem is 
we can resist and push back and be reactive to the person or reactive to ourselves, passively, aggressively, outwardly, aggressively, instead of just breathing and relaxing, welcoming the intensity of what's coming up, even though it's not easy, even though it's intense, even though it's everything, but do the best you can to breathe and relax because that is that pressure cooker. That's some pressure that is built up. You don't even need to know where or why for, but if we can do our best to breathe and relax through it and just feel it, move through it, scream through it, draw through it, whatever you do to express, to help it avenue out, it's like just birthing. You know, it doesn't matter where it's from. Like at the point where a woman's having a baby and those contractions are coming, you don't need to know where the baby came from, how it was formed, the whole process. Just in the moment, all you need to do is you're pushing to deliver this baby. So in those moments, they're just contractions of life wanting to birth through us. Things that we've experienced that just want to exit. They just want an opportunity to flow so that they're not blocked. So there aren't these blockages. Oh, so yes, we did make it through together, precious heart. And I thought that was like so stunning and so amazing if we can totally reframe. So here is to reframing, to actually be so grateful to one another as each other's flashlights, warning lights, like pointing to the areas that need healing, that need love, that need affection and not getting caught up and angry but actually like to be so grateful for, yeah, just knowing this is where the attention and love and affection needs to be. Oh, I hope this makes sense and lands. Um, I just, it's been a really sort of powerful insight for me. And then in terms of business as a force for good, um, I'd mentioned the other day, so this friend of mine had done her course and one of the other aspects, just a quick one, um, was also like an app which was so cool about reducing food waste that if you've got a few like random items in your fridge that you don't know what to do with three ingredients, you can enter them on this app and it'll give you like a whole lot of different ideas of something that you can cook and make. And I just thought that was so very, very marvelous um, because then instead of it going out to waste, here's some ideas. So I'm not quite sure exactly how businessified the business side of it works, but just as a solution to food waste, a creative idea, just thought it's very worth celebrating. So happy adventuring, precious soul, until we meet again. Mwah.